Love and discipline, Some of the, the chidushim, some of the amazing ideas that come out of these gemorahs is, are, are, are just mind-blowing. And today is one of them as we look at redefining the relationship between uh, ahavo and yira, love and fear, which is also the relationship between a mitzvah aseh and a mitzvah lotaseh, positive and negative mitzvahs, which is also the relationship of... Uh, Uh, discipline and, and love, uh, chesed and din, all these, all these dualities that are part of the same system, uh, their relationship and correlation one to the other, we'll uh, take an interesting angle at today. Uh, the sugi is based on the same sukim as yesterday. On the one hand, we're given the mitzvah in Parshas Kedoshim of not being allowed to shave our heads for, for men, Uh, certainly not the payers of the, of the head and the beard. And then we have the mitzvah in Metzorah of Tiglachat, where part of the purification process of a Metzorah requires him to shave all the hair on his head, all, all of his hair, including the hair of his head. So the question is, we have a mitzvah saseh, we have a mitzvah salotaseh, we have a positive and a negative mitzvah. And our Gemara starts... Uh, at the bottom of the previous it says that you're not allowed to shave off your pears. I might think that that means a Mitzorah also. When the Torah says, shave all your hair, maybe that means all your hair, but not the pears, everything except the pears. Talmud Loma Rosho, that's why the word Rosho is repeated. He must shave all of his hair at Roshor Why does it repeat that? You've already said he's got to shave all of his hair. Why repeat Roshor? Says the, the Gemara, because Tanya Idach Roshor, Matal Medlema. Why does it say Roshor? The Fishinemar Gabi Nazir, Talo Yavor, Roshor. Yacholaf Nazir, Metzura, Kain, Talmudlema, Roshor. Roshor comes to teach us that even though there's a prohibition of shaving off the pears, when it comes to the Tiglachat Nazir or Metzura, you've got to shave. Why explains the the rosh on the on the daf? Lomar digiluach mitzora dachi lav dahakofa. There's a mitzvah asay of giluach that the mitzora when he's being purified, the person who has sarat who has leprosy has to has to shave. That's a mitzvah asay. And there's a mitzvah lota asay. There's a negative mitzvah that you can't shave with your pears. So we have a principle of mitzvah asay dachilota asay. A positive mitzvah pushes aside a negative mitzvah. The Orochle Ner back in, in Yevomus Taf Heyamud Aleph. Yevomus Taf Heyamud Aleph is a parallel sugya on the whole concept of Asei Doche Lotase. And, uh, and we have a matmonim on Taf Heyamud Aleph, which was almost to, a year ago to the day that we did Yevomus Taf, daf, uh, daf, uh, the matmonim is actually on Taf Daladam with Beis. And the Orochle Ner there brings a Tosfus Gornish. That's not a Yiddish word. That's just the name of the place. Uh, and Tosfus Goronish, it seems to be, we're not sure exactly who it is, but it seems to be Talmidium of Rabbeinu Peretz, which means it was a late Tosfus. We've been Tosfus from the, uh, the, the, already the 15th century, the early 16th century, right, right at the end of the period of the Rishonim, which means it's from the same time as our Tosfus on Nozir. Remember, we've said our Tosfus on Nozir are, are very modern, and they're, they're late, also Talmidium of Rabbeinu Peretz. So it might even be the same. But the Oruch Lener brings a question from the Tosfus Gornish of a principle of Be'idna, that this that we say, that an Asseh is Doche Elot Asseh, that you can push aside 
a negative mitzvah if you have to if you're doing a positive mitzvah at the same time, even though you're not allowed to shave your payers, but there's a mitzvah for a nazir and a mitzvah to shave so they can shave and they can push aside the negative mitzvah. That only applies says Tosfos Goronish Beidna if they're done simultaneously. If at the very moment that you're doing the assay, you are also being over a lot of assay, then we push aside the negative in favor of the positive. But if they're consecutive, it doesn't work. You can't do a mitzvah's lota say and, and say, well, I'm pushing aside, I'm doing this negative, I'm transgressing this negative mitzvah because afterwards I'm going to do a mitzvah's ase. They've got to do be'idna, they've got to be simultaneous, ask the tosis. And in the case of, of, of peya and mitzvah, that doesn't work because the mitzvah has a whole lot of things to do to become tahor. Only one of them is the shaving. He's got to bring korbanos and he's got to go to the mikvah. There are all sorts of things he's got to do. So at the moment he shaves, he's not yet being mekayim the mitzvah. He's not fully being mekayim the mitzvah. Or as the Minchas Chinuch asks, he asks a similar question at the end of mitzvah's Reish Nun Aleph. He asks, he says, when are you over the, the, the Isur of, of Peah? Even if you pull out only two hairs, but you pull, pull them out completely, you destroy two hairs from your pears, that already is an Isur Doraisa. It, it, it doesn't have to be that you take all the hair off your payer. Just taking two hairs out of your payer is, mitz- is an isudor aisa. When are you mekayim the mitzvah tiglachat, to, to fulfill the mitzvah of shaving all your hair off, if you're a nazir who's at the end of the naziris, or you're a mitzvah who's going through the tyra process, you mekayim that mitzvah only when you completely take all the hair off your, off your head, and all the payers. So says the minches chinuch, the moment you're over, the moment you transgress the law say is before the moment you mekayim the assay. There's a time lapse between the two. And we have a principle of be'idna. How can, how can that work? So the Minchas Chinuch refers to a piske tosvus in Zvochim. Piske tosvus is a much neglected work. People think it's just a summary, but it isn't. Piske tosvus, the end of every mesechta, or nearly every mesechta, there are the piske tosvus, which are brief little one-liners from most of the tosfus of the halachic implication of that tosfus. We have these complicated tosfus and we think the tosfus is just going into an intellectual analysis of the sugya. But there are important halachic ramifications and tosfus is one of the, the very important powers in halachic reasoning. Um, I've brought to you before one of the Rishonim saying that if there's a machlokis tosfus and almost, almost any other Rishon, we go like tosfus. Um, it, it's a very powerful halachic force. So, and at the end of these mesech, there's this piskei tosfus. The piskei tosfus is just the bottom line halachic conclusion from each tosfus. Um, and, and it's not a summary. In fact, we, we don't know who wrote the piskei tosfus. Some say it was the Rosh, some say it was his son, the Tur, some say it was others, but it was, it's a separate work. And in fact, here in, in Zvochim on the Daftzadi Zion, there's a Tosfus and there's a Piske Tosfus, and the Piske Tosfus says something that isn't even in the Tosfus. Tosfus just raises it as a question. But the Piske Tosfus actually says something which is a huge chidush, which the Minchas uh, Chinuch uses here to answer this question, which also answers the question of the Tosfus Gornish. What is, what is the chidush of the, of the Piske Tosfus? If the only way to fulfill the positive mitzvah is by transgressing the negative, then even though they're not simultaneous, you still push aside the negative or the positive. 
If there's no other way to fulfill the positive, so for example, over here, you can't fulfill the positive. What is the positive? You've got to shave off all the hair on your body. That's the positive mitzvah. That means you've got to take the payers off as well. Now, it's true you're going to take the payers off before you fill the mitzvah of taking all the hair of your body off. But since there's no other way to do it, says the Piskeatosis, that's considered synchronous, although it's not simultaneous. So there's an idea here of things that you can think of things as simultaneous, happening at the same time. But you can also think, think of things that are causally, are causally synchronous. They don't happen at the same time, but they're synchronous in that the one can't happen without the other. They're absolutely linked together. And, and what we see here in the Piscatosis, that that's good enough. If, if they're causally synchronous, even though they're not simultaneous, the mitzvah's asay pushes aside the lot asay. Now let's take this idea a whole lot further, to a whole new level, uh, and, uh, and understand some basics about primary differences between a Jewish approach to management and to leadership and to parenting and to self-discipline and to avoid Hashem, and, and that of any other religion. So if we go back to the, the Matmonim from, from a year ago, and Yevomus Daftalid, I brought you an amazing Rashbo and an amazing Ramban. The Rashbo said on that Omud, the, the, the Rashbo said on that Omud that the Torah gives us special psukim to teach us that an assay is doiche alota assay, because without those psukim, our logic would tell us the reverse. Logically, we would think a lot I say is, is more important than I say. The Torah says, don't be Mechal Shabbos. That's a serious thing. There's a death sentence for Chilul Shabbos. There's a mitzvah say also to keep Shabbos, to make Kiddush on Shabbos mitzvah. No death sentence involved. So we would assume the lot I say, the negative mitzvahs, are more serious than the assays. And that's why we have a posuk to teach us it's not as we would logically think. In fact, the assay is more important than the lot I say. And the Ramban, this is a Ramban in Parshas Yitro, says that Lachen mitzvet asei gedolami mitzvet lota asei kemoshe ha'ava gedolami ha'yira. This is to understand that love of God is greater than fear of God. Now we need them both, and we've got them both. It's not a question of which takes, which which do you do. We need them both. But in the hierarchy of of principles. Which is the dominant one? Which, which is the prominent one? Does Avo lead to Yiro or does Yiro lead to Avo? Says the, the Ramban, just as an assay is doiche elotase. Because despite what we might think, a positive mitzvah is more important than a negative mitzvah. So despite what we might think that fear, is more, fear of God is more important than love of God, the opposite is true. The love of God is more important than the fear of God. And, and I mentioned in that, in that matmonim a year ago that uh, 73% of employees in today's environment, it might be a little higher, 73% of employees across the world were surveyed and found that their primary motivation was intimidation. They work because they're afraid. They're afraid of the consequences. They're afraid of losing their job. They're afraid of, not, of no career development. They're afraid of... Uh, whatever it is, it's not that they're afraid that their manager is going to beat them over the head, but they're afraid of the consequences of not working. There are very few people who work for the love of it. Um, and, and the way we manage people is, is mostly through Euro. 
Even when, we, when it's a carrot, at the end of the day, a carrot is just a stick in a velvet cloth. If you say to somebody, if you do this well, you'll get a bonus, that's still a stick. Because what does it imply? Just carry on. And if you don't do it well, you won't get a bonus. So it's still a stick. It's still fear motivation, whether you promise reward or you threaten with consequence. It's still, it's still hero. You're still motivating with negativity. It's not doing it out of the love of your work and the love of your company and the love of your customer. That, that's, that's a completely different motivator, which only applies to very few people. So we use Yiro much more than we use Avo, because we think Yiro is the primary one. Says the Ramban, no, Avo is the primary one. And therefore, a mitzvah's ase is, is primary, not a mitzvah's lotase. Now, let's go further. That's how far we went a year ago. But we've been around in the world for a year. We should be able to learn these ideas on a different level now, a year later. You don't want to be where we were a year ago. We've, we've developed since then. So let's go further. So we have the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah that you know, Zachor v'shamor b'dibur echad ne'emru, ma'she'en ha'peh yechala l'dabeh ve'en ozen yechala l'shma. We know in the one set of Dibros it says, it says Zachor et Yom HaShabbat, and the other one says Shmor et Yom HaShabbat. One is mention and remember Shabbos, the other is observe Shabbos. The one is Yiro, the one is Avo. The, the one is a mitzvah to keep Shabbos, and the other is a mitzvah not to desecrate the Shabbos. And they were given in these two, but we only got one set of Dibros. Hashem only gave the Dibros once, He talked them out once. How did He do that? So the Gemara says, He said Zachor and Shamor simultaneously. The human ear can't relate to that. So when it's given to us, it's given to us in two different sets. The, the luchas that we have in, in Sefer Shmois and the luchas that we have in Sefer Devarim, uh, and there it's given to us differently. It's given to us Zachor and Shamor because so that our here can hear it. So that we know, that Zachor and Shamor B'dibur Echad, we know. But there's a Mechilta de Rabbi Shmuel that, that I found. The Mechilta de Rabbi Shmuel, the Mechilta is a set of Medroshim. Uh, Mechilta de Rabbi Shmuel is on Sefer Shmot on some of the key halachic themes of Sefer Shmot. Um, and then we have another Mechilta, which is a Mechilta de Rashbi, the Mechilta of Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai. These are two sets of Mechilta that we've got, both very important. They're from the Tanaic period. One is the school of Rabbi Shmuel, one is the school of Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai. And um, Rabbi David Tzvi Hoffman claims that the one was primary in Bavel, the, the the Mechilta de, de Rabbi Shmuel was primary in, Bo, in Bovil, and, and the Mechilta de Rabbi Shmuel Yochai was primary in Eretz Yisrael. So we've got these two sets of Mechilta. In the Mechilta de Rabbi Shmuel on Parshas Yisra, when he's dealing with Achodesh Hazelachem, um, this, this week's uh, special reading, the Mechilta says, listen to this, Zachor v'shamor shneem neemru b'dibur echad. Zachor and Shamor were given simultaneously. Um, you're not allowed to desecrate the Shabbos, but you've got to bring Korbanot. We're given simultaneously. Uh, you're not allowed to marry your brother's wife. The Dean of Yibum. We're given simultaneously. Uh, you can't wear shatnes, but you must wear, put woolen tzitzis on a linen, on a linen garment. These were all given Says the Mechil, it's not just Shamor v'Zachor, but every case of a Asay Doche Lotase was given in at once. So if we take, so, so this is this idea of of simultaneous is that they were given at once. But what did we just learn? We just learned the idea that if they are causally synchronous, even though they're not simultaneous, they're considered as simultaneous. So let's think that through. So what we're saying is sometimes you can't have them at the same time. 
But provided, what did the Piskiatos say? Provided you can't do the assay without doing the Lota assay, they're considered synchronous, which means the assay is the dominant one. Now, this, this is so important. There's a, a Zohar on Parshas Vaira where he talks about Ki Hashem Hu HaElokim Vahashivota El Levavecha. The Posuk of Know that Hashem, that's Chesed, Hu HaElokim, that's Din. Know that they're one. And then it says, Vashivota el Levavecha, and we know Levavecha with two bets means the, the Yetzatov and the Yetzara, which is again, the Yetzatov and the Yetzara is Chesed and Rachamim, and it's Avo and Yira, it's all the same kind of duality. And the, the Zohar says, because the Yetzatov and the Yetzara are one unit, only Rishoim separate them. This is such a uniquely Jewish idea. They're one unit. And the Yetzara has to be dominated by the Yetzatov not separated. In, in all other religions, and we see it even in the emblems of religion, if you look at the, at the cross, and it's two separate things, there's an, a vertical for the Yetzatov and there's a horizontal for the Yetzatov, they're two separate things. And, and, and with us, we, we integrate it all together. The Yetzatov and the Yetzatov is one. Hashem and Elohim is one. Chesed and Din is one. And the, the Din has to be dominated by the Chesed. Yetzara has to be dominated by the Yetzaratov. There's the one leads and one follows. And uh, those of you who heard yesterday's Shulchan uh, would have learned in the Atera Zakenim the fact that you, we don't knit our fingers together because the hands, the right hand is chesed and the left hand is din and they don't mix. The same as we don't mix meat and milk. Meat is din. You have to kill an animal to get meat. And milk is chesed, a mother giving the, giving the, the baby milk. We don't mix them together. They've got to be separated. So we don't knit our, our hands together. They're separated. And the way to do it is the right over the left. If you want to have your hands clenched together, you put your right hand over your left hand. It's always the, the left, which is the Yetzirah, which is the Midas Adin, is dominated by the right. It's included as one unit, but with a dominant right. That's the way, that's the way it has to be, which means in the mitzvahs Asa and Lot Asa as well. It's one unit. Mechilta says all these others, the Asay and the Lota Asay is one unit. But which is the dominant one? It's the Asay is the dominant. What does it mean that it's dominant? It means without the Asay, there is no Lota Asay. And if you read the Ramban carefully, that's what he's saying. That the Lota Asay, the negative mitzvah, comes from the positive. It's because we love Hashem that we aren't allowed to transgress his mitzvot. It's because we love and care about Hashem that we can't do the mitzvah lotase. It's because of Ava, because we love Hashem, we hold Him in awe. They're not two separate things. The awe has to flow out of the love, which means discipline has to flow out of love. It's not two different things. You don't sometimes love and sometimes discipline. The discipline has to flow out of the love. And we worked with, with a company where we in, instituted into the company. All the discipline is explained to the workers, to the employees, as the reason I'm disciplining you is because you undermined our values. It's not because you did something wrong. It's because you didn't support what we stand for. You're undermining and sabotaging the purpose of our existence. That's what a mitzvah's lotah says. You're undermining the purpose of your existence and the world's existence and your relationship with Hashem. That's what a lotah says. Never separate them. As the Gzohar says in Vaira, it's only Rishayim, wicked people separate them out. The Tzadikim understand this is one integrated principle. And if it's one integrated principle, then if the only way you can keep a mitzvah assay 
is by keeping a lot asset, is by doing a lot asset. So now one of them gets thrown out. You've either got to throw out the lot asset or throw out the asset. You can't throw out the asset because without an asset, there is no lot asset. That, that's what we've got to understand. The lot asset is born out of the asset. The same as meat is born out of milk. It's because the mother gives the calf, gives birth to the calf and feeds the calf. That's why you have meat later on. The meat comes from the milk. It's not separate. It's not two separate things. One has to understand the relationship. And therefore, the same it is with an assay and a lot assay based on, on the piskiatosis that the Minchas Kinuch brings. If the only way you can be mekayim the mitzvah's assay is by, is by transgressing the mitzvah's lot assay, even if they're not simultaneously, it's still considered one unit. And by transgressing the mitzvah's lot assay, you're actually giving life to the mitzvah's assay, which is the foundation of everything that we do.